You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Friday to you. Um, special guest today on uh, the the show. Um, I've had guests on most of this week. It's been really fun to just not do these solo. Needed some emotional support this week from my friends. And uh, I had her on last week, but that um, there were some technical errors, and so it, we didn't get a, to put that one out. Um, and now she's here with us today. She's uh, got a YouTube show that you can check out called Here for the Hang that you should subscribe to. And uh, you can follow her on Instagram, too. She's got a lot of stuff there. She's hilarious. She's one of my best friends. It's Carlisle Forrester, everyone. What hey, up? Good How to you see doing? you. Good, it's good. good to see you too. Um, you look so great. And um, I can't believe a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Number one, I saw on your Instagram the other day that you did a back yeah. handspring. I did. I did my annual flip that I got to do because um, I am so impressed by a back handspring. I never I, got a back handspring. I was never able to do so it hard. without a spot. It was the yeah. one thing that I never, it's the coolest thing I could ever imagine doing. And I never got there. It was a goal of mine. Is it too late for me to do a backhand spring? I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be harder on like your joints at this stage. Cause you got to really like, that's why I never want to lose it. This was the hardest thing. You to do it once ever. a year. I have to do it once a year because that, I have to keep that muscle memory going and I have to do it in the sand cause it's easier on your wrist. I could do a back and walk for some over reason, your jaw. Like, weird. okay, have you, it's weird, but have you ever done a back walk over and felt like a, uh, a tension in your no. jaw? Okay. Well, like that is something with the, cause with the back end spring, like you don't want to whip back. You got to have good form. So if you saw in the video, I had terrible form. That's you still why I had did it. My arms would always crumple beneath me. I had no upper body strength to support the back handspring, but I think it is the coolest move of all. It is what separates party trick. It's what separates the girls from the women. Like it's the, in so. gymnastics, when you got that back handspring, that's when you were ready to move to the next level. I mean, that was like from level that three to is, level four. Yes, that is in cheerleading. I remember JV, it's like optional and you get bonus points, but varsity, you got to have that back handspring, girl. That is a required thing to make the team. So that was a big deal. It's so cool and that you can do it. Do you have access to a trampoline? Didn't I um, jumping on one where you're at home? No, I don't. That's how you get it. Yeah. Okay. You maybe can I'll do it still. I know. I think I could. I really think I could. I mean, I, I have all the same. I, I, I can still do a back bend. I can, like I said, I can do a back walkover, which is, you know, the, the closest you can do. Like, that's the next step is the back handspring from back walkover, I would think. Or, yes. it, or is it like a round off and then you would just like kind of let your, I don't know. What... Yeah, but who can't do a round off? Like, everybody can do a round yeah, off. Yeah, it's just a cartwheel with, and you, Put your but legs to me, I can't do. I probably can't do a standing backhand spring without the round off. These yeah, days. you need like, that push I have off. to have that. I mean, yeah. I was blown away that you could do that. I mean, kudos to you. It was very, very cool to see that a friend had that ability. I was like so impressed. Can you do um, pull ups? Can you do a pull up? No. Have God, you ever been no. able to do a pull up? No. And I lied about it one time in an audition and told them I could do ninety pull ups. Do you know how many that is? Like, that's an insane yeah, number it's to, 90. to a casting director. And they were like, oh, wow, that's really, okay, we'd love to book you for this commercial. Like, well, we don't have a bar here. Can you just, like, send us a video of you doing that later? And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. And I, like, left there. I'm like, all right, well, how hard can it be? Like, I thought it was, like, a push-up, which I think I could get to 90. Like, I'd have No, to you couldn't. Sense. Dude, I do push-ups all the time. Oh, you do? Like, okay. that is my thing. But that's a totally different 
motion and yeah. I just assumed like, oh yeah, yeah, same thing. Like I never even got oh one pull my up God. and I was working out with a trainer for three days a week and uh, for a year and I still couldn't do a pull up. It's crazy. 90. It was really terrible. So I told them 90 and I had to get this fucking video of me doing it to send it to the casting director. So I finally go, you know, at Equinox, they have the fancy pull-up machines where like it gives you a boost. Yeah. Like you're on a step essentially like sure. creates resistance, mm -hmm. but that is not doing a pull-up. No. Okay. And, and not with the resistance all the way cranked up. So we shot it where they can't see the bottom. <laughs> Well, they're going to call you on that. And me, and me doing it. No, dude, they called me for a callback, and it was so embarrassing because we got in the you room. You did 90? Like, you okay. literally did 90. No, in the video, I didn't do 90, but they were just like, send us, you know, a video of you doing as many as you can. They didn't ask and you to zoom out so we can see that you're not No, dude, I got a callback. I got a callback. I go into the fucking room. It was so embarrassing. We were all in the same room. The girl that went before me, they're like talking to her about who she was. She was like, yeah, like I'm doing a marathon Saturday. Like I just finished the Tough Mudder. I do a couple of those <laughs> every year. Like, and I was just sitting there like, holy shit, holy shit. And they have this like machine that's for the infomercial. That's what this commercial is for. And then they're like, all right, Carlisle, get up there and uh, tell us about your fitness experience. And I'm just like. Yeah, I used to be a personal trainer, do a lot of yoga. What? <laughs> I just got up there and I was just like, huh, huh, <laughs> like trying to do one. And you couldn't I do couldn't, it. I, I did what was the machine? Shaking, just a machine with no resistance. No like a pull-up machine? Like a, like a pull-up thing, yeah. And they were like, just get up there and do it. And I was like... Oh, my God. I'm just so humiliated shaking. for you right it, now. It was so humiliating, and they didn't want to say anything, and they were just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. How many times have you found yourself in positions like that because of you've t told a little white lie to get in the room? With casting, I mean, luckily not a lot, a lot of times. Look, I haven't gotten to the room that many times to have that many stories with that, but that was definitely an instance where I should have. I should have just been on it. That's so humiliating being like. But you never know how in-depth it's going to be. Yeah. You, you know, you, like sometimes like I've seen this. I've worked on the other side of casting too. And sometimes it's like you just need somebody that can sit on a horse and you choose these girls because they checked horse riding box, you know, on their right. profile or whatever. And it's like whether or not they can ride a horse, it doesn't really matter. They just need to sit up there for two seconds. So it's yeah. like I thought it was something like that. Yeah. You just thought maybe it was someone that needed to like have – just touched a pull-up bar before and maybe like, they want to film the girl after she's done 90 installing i thought a, maybe they made, right maybe it was like a, a commercial for a sweat feeling. towel yes yeah i could do that you know or maybe <laughs> you're that is so funny that uh i i just i could see you I, I i bet that isn't the only time you've done something like that though like have you special skills what is your special skills on your resume is back handspring um, on there Back handspring once a year? Back handspring's definitely on there. Beatboxing's on there. Oh comedy, improv. The beatboxing I thing mean, is so funny. Will you do it right now really quick? Some people need, you know, they need to know the skill. Um, okay. God damn it. I don't want to do it. Okay, what's the song? What's the song? Okay. Doug Funny. Is, is that Doug? Yes. 
Yeah, that's Doug. You got that's it. Good. Okay, throwback. That was I used to do that all the time when I was little. That's good. And you you learn how to beatbox, but you don't cover your mouth when you do it. I and don't you cover didn't my know. Mouth, so it's you didn't know sight. Droplets spew. Who knows all the people that I've killed? That's uh, cool that you can do that what? though. I mean, I also think that's a really cool talent that I didn't know you had. Yeah. So keep that in mind, commercial casting directors. Hit Did me you- up. You got new headshots, which I always know is very um, fraught for you. Ugh, I hate it. I know. But what? Because I... You, you got them a little bit. You spent so much money the last time you did it. Didn't you spend like three grand or something getting like the, yes, the, I've done the that best before. Like, photographer I've in all the all Los the Angeles best. metro yes. area? I've done it all. I've shot with the best and I've also shot with friends. And this girl is just a friend of mine that just gets it. And like those come out better than the big How much did you spend this ones. time? Nothing. No. I took her out to dinner after. Are you serious? It's a friend discount. I get, well, that's great. But why do you, why would you have used her in the past? Why did you go to that? You got a bunch I of shot, headshots done. I used done her all you, the time. But why didn't but I do it? Like, why did you go to she, that one person that you hated all the shots? I mean, the most recent one before this. Was, yeah, I had to dig out one of those old ones. Well, I wanted to get something out of that expensive shoot. I stupidly booked it for the wintertime. And I'm not even kidding you. That's why those pictures are so horrible. Because I'm cold. You talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. When you're cold, you cannot be relaxed and uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, like you, you, just, look, I, you look terrible. You can't It's just an be, energy kill. Yeah, it is. It's bad being cold. And it's, it's so often that actresses are cold on set and people are it it makes you miserable i can't even enjoy when i know an actress is cold and having to pretend that she's not i just have to turn it off because i'm like i can't watch someone suffering like this it's so bad and then i believe that all this stuff with like three four five looks not for me if you don't get it in one look that's it like after that the photos are just you go to get your hair done weren't you like so stressed out about all of it no i wasn't my hair looks like shit i have roots I'm balding, but I'm just like, fuck it at this point. This is what I look like. Because my, you know, you my You zoomed in on your bald spot the other day. I did. On your story. Shout out to all the shit. listeners that have trichotillomania. You know who you are. Um, yeah, we have quite a little, like, you know, fan base that has that, apparently. Yeah, I'm know. guessing a lot of people are actually discovering a, a new way of handling their stress. I bet a lot of people started pulling out their hair recently because of everything that's going on like it's it's because it's a soothing technique you know yeah that's the thing it's just so fucking pacifying but it is it is getting to a point where like i gotta get a hypnotherapist like is that the only thing that worked before yes and i have if anybody's listening that struggles with trichotillomania i was able to stop it fully for a period of two years Hmm. by going through a a hypnosis therapy that was really in depth that was like hypnosis reiki tapping and it was like 150 a session and i just eventually couldn't afford it anymore but mm-hmm. i wanted to do that again um but yeah so now i'm just kind of embracing it i'm wearing my hair up a lot more now because it actually looks like something i'm doing intentionally like i shave the back of it or something yeah you know, people have like those ponytails where they shave yes the lower they, half yes so it almost looks like that like you because can't it's getting really so big tell. Yeah, is it is it getting like bigger do you do you have to like venture out further if you don't get yes. enough of the hair like if you so it's, it, it will yeah. get bigger it doesn't just stay That's the same size scary. yeah because it used to be totally hidden right and now there's really no hiding it and there's also no hiding it just from the thinness of it and 
that's something I what do you you mean? talk about all the time. Just how thin it makes my hair overall because I'm missing a fourth of it. So I feel yeah. like I have thin hair. And um, you will think you think a fourth of your scalp is being affected by it. Let me see. It's the bottom chunk. Wow. It's like it's like a fourth of the piece of the pie if my head were a circle. Right, right. Yeah, it does look like you're doing the like you're shaving it, like that you've shaved the bottom quadrant. Yeah. yeah. Um and so, but anyway, so it has you have to do something. Had, yeah, it's getting to a point where I have to do it. But that was the first time I had headshots where it was like I had my hair up and it was like, all right, well, we got to take it down now because there's no way to like get around this spot. So I think I posted the one on Instagram where you can see that my hair is up, but you can't really tell that there's like a big bald patch there. So just if anybody else is struggling with that, I hope that gives you comfort. Like you just never know what's uh, on the back of somebody's fucking head, dude. I think a lot but of people cover it up so well. I mean, I would have never known it about you. Your hair never looks thin to me. But I also, I also um, know the feeling of like, oh, fuck it. I like don't even care anymore. Like it just is what it is. And like you become so um, like you don't even hide your, you don't want to hide it anymore. And you just are like, it's, I'm so wrapped up in it. It's not going away anytime soon. I might as well just like put it in people's faces and be like, yeah, fucking like deal with it. Like I remember like being so anorexic and like always having people like stare at me and comment on my gigantic salads and all those things when it was like my freshman year of um, college. And it was something that I tried to keep hidden so much by wearing like baggy clothes and like you know, always not eating, but like saying like, oh, I have to eat later. But then I just started like eating my weird foods and like, I don't know, just like you just are like, I'm, I'm fucking dying and I'm inside or whatever, however you feel. And someone fucking look at it and get me help or like, or, and you just get tired of hiding it and you literally get too high, tired to, to, to hide it anymore. And, um, yeah. and I, I mean, my, I'm not pulling out my hair and, and my hair falling out is not because um, of like a, psycho because i'm a psycho <laughs> it's not, not like, it's not like a not my thing's not because i'm a psycho i mean it but, could be um, i mean your thing no i maybe so i'm not was, eating enough i don't know what i don't know i don't know what's going on but i will say and i said it before this week like i just don't care anymore like i used to pull out clumps of hair and it would just send me into a fucking just depressive episode on the floor sobbing I didn't want to go out that night. Like there's no hope. I just want to, it, it would, but now like today I pulled out so much fucking hair, like so much. And I was just like, ah, all right. And I just like balled it up and threw it out the fucking car window and, and forgot about it. You and I are worried about the same thing, but opposite. Like that one podcast when you're sitting there like, oh my God, I don't know why this hair is coming out. There's more hair coming out. There's a lot of hair falling out and you're mm -hmm. like freaking out. Yeah. I'm sitting there listening to you driving in my car pulling my hair out it's wild. you know what i mean because that's always yeah. my driving thing and then mm -hmm. i was thinking it made me think of that movie thinner and i'm like what if thinner. whenever i pull out a hair, <gasps> hair? oh my god if you're we're cosmically the reason. connected and you're just like why is this happening and i'm just like <laughs> that's really my fun. patch i mean it, it is so ironic that the thing you actually so i'm sorry do, for doing that to you I mean, yeah, I do think about you a lot of times when I do it. And I'm like, well, at least Carlisle's losing as much hair as me today just because she ripped it out. We can but be the ball twins. I know. I, yeah, I'm Alec, bald twin. And you're <laughs> the Steven. other brother, Steven. 
Um, yeah, I just like, I, here's another strand. Oh my God. Like, and I think it's my medicine. Like my medicine is really fucking helping me a lot today. I was so fucking depressed this morning. Like I didn't even think I was going to make it to this podcast today. Um, and it's what six o'clock at night now. I really was like, I'm going to have to tell Carla, like, I can't do it because I was, I woke up this morning. I meditated. I, um, went out to eat breakfast, talking to my mom and, um, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going. I like, I went last night and like played a, a game night, like had game night with um, my ex and uh, his brother and his fiance. And I just felt like oh, this isn't going to, whatever this is, isn't happening the way I wanted to. I mean, it was a fun hang, but it was like, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? I don't have my own Why? car. What do you mean? Just of like, just cause you're, you felt guilt for like just hanging out and having an off night or. Mm, no, it felt like the, I want to be in a relationship and being playing a game night with like an, a person who I want to play against a couple and I want to be in a couple. And this is not right. that. And it is fun to hang out with him. And it's like, I, I do appreciate our friendship. And he has been like an amazing friend to me during all of this. But I do think that I have an idea of us like getting back together in the back of my mind. And sometimes that like is stoked by us kind of flirting or talking about stuff and really it's just that's not what's happening here i am lying to myself if i think that's going in that direction it is a a fucking pipe dream and the reality is is that i have a close friend and it's just i just need to move on with my life i think is i I don't know i just felt friends what you have enough close friends and yeah i do but i mean i'll I'll keep him as a close friend for sure but you're right i do have um, there is such a thing as space and like sometimes you you don't realize it, but you are taking up space, energetic space with that relationship that's yes. not serving you. Yeah. And as long as you're doing that, there's no space for the right guy, the right situation to come in. Yeah, I, I do see that, but I don't think I'm, I'm wasting my time with him. It just, it was, you know what it showed me? It was like, I want to be able to do this with someone who like loves me and I love them. Like I, that's, this will this will be something I would like to bring a, a partner to this game night someday yeah. and have Chris be there and have his partner there, but it's not going to be us. And I just, I want that. And, um, and I just, um, so anyway, I was just feeling like sad this morning cause it's just, I just don't know what to do. My apartment, I found a subleaser for it. So I'm moving out of New York, but I don't know what, where to go next. And I was just, Yay, I was found a subleaser. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. It is. It's good. Thank you. Um, and, but I don't know whether I'm going to like move all my stuff out of New York city and move it here and then just get a place here and then go between New York and LA and like bounce back and forth and just like rent furnished places here and there and have a hub in St. Louis. Or if I'm going to actually just move all my stuff to another place in New York, like a very a much cheaper apartment and then, or move to LA. Like, I just don't know what to do, but I got to be out of my apartment by October 15th. And it's just, I'm just do like, you have confused. to go back there to do that. Like no. gonna physically go back into the city. Well, I, I'm going back there anyway. I'm working the stress factory, um, October 22nd oh, through nice. the 24th. So if you want to come see me out there in New Jersey, so I'm going back there for that. And I'm just staying at a friend's place, but, um, regardless, I just woke up this morning feeling really depressed because yesterday I didn't take my medicine cause I forgot. And then when I thought I did, I was like, maybe I did take it, but I think it just fell out of my, po- I put it in my pocket cause it's going to take it later. Cause I usually like to take my ADD meds when I'm about to work on something and I was walking the dog and I was like, I don't need to be 
like focused to walk my goddamn dog. So I put it in my pocket and I was like, I'll save it for later. And then I took out a poop bag and I think it just fell on the sidewalk. And then I, and then I convinced myself I took it and I was like, I don't think I ever did. And then I was too scared to take another one. Cause I was like, well, then I won't have enough for every day, you know? So I didn't take yeah. one yesterday, totally depressed. Um, and then this morning, so depressed and I like w- woke up and then I got back in bed after I ate breakfast and I, d- I called into Chris's radio show. I like did a bunch of shit this morning and then I crawled back in bed at like 10 o'clock and I was just in the fetal position, like just thinking about ways to end it all and like what I could maybe do some, like just being so, so low. And then my dog was like, I knew I needed to take him out to go take a shit. And so I was like, fucking get it together, Glaze. So I put on some shoes, I took my meds and I felt so much better after these fucking meds. I mean, night and day. And I really resisted taking them because I'm like, they're lying to you. Like the meds are going to make you feel good, but it's not really how you feel. It's a mask and you're, you don't really need them. They're a lie. That's not who you really are. Who you really are is the person in bed no, in the fetal position. How you feel. Oh, fuck that. No, how you feel is real. If you're feeling a feeling, then it, it's real. Yes. But so, it's, I think so much of me doesn't want to take ADD meds because I feel like people that take those are just trying to get, go the easy way through life. I talked about this a lot in the podcast and people always go, why would you feel that way? And I look on the subreddit for ADHD, women ADHD, and so many people on ADHD meds feel that way and feel like they don't deserve to be taking it and that they somehow tricked their doctor and they got a false diagnosis and they lied about being able to do 90 pushups and they got prescribed this thing that they don't (laughs) need. But the thing is, you didn't, Nikki, you didn't fool your doctor. You do need it. It does make you feel a lot better. You're able to handle the day much better. I actually like, um, I was just like freaking out and just asking anyone for their advice. And David Spade had um, texted me about something about Dancing with the Stars. And so I followed up this morning and I was like, David, what do you think I should do? Uh, And I told him my scenario and he actually gave me great advice. And he was like, listen, sounds like your dad has got, gets all the good gigs in St. Louis anyway. (laughs) 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 It made me laugh so hard, but he actually gave me good advice. He he thinks I should do that. what, What my plan is, which is like, just get a shitty apartment in St. Louis he goes, it doesn't matter. You don't need a nice place. People still bang you. It doesn't matter when girl, what girls' apartments look like. He thinks I'm like fucking all the time. And, um, and he was like, and then you just go to New York and LA as you, need, as you need to. And I was like, okay, that's actually all I needed to hear. Thank you, David. Um, so not have a place in LA that, that we live together in. I mean, I'm not like opposed to it. God damn it, Spade's ruining my dreams. Yeah. I mean, what is, what is you and I living in an apartment going to look like? I think it could be fun. We did it before. Yes, we did. Let's go to break and um, explore this idea when we get back right after this. And we're back. I'm with Carlisle Forrester. Make sure to follow her on Instagram and on her YouTube channel where she really lets loose. It's called Here for the Hang. She does a show where she recaps um, current events and just shares embarrassing moments. She has got so many of them. She's hilarious. And she just asked me to move in with her, which it feels very good to hear that. Um, but I'm worried that I would be tempted to start smoking weed again. Yeah, I'm doing Sober October. Did I tell you that? Really? I mean, it hasn't yeah, started yet, so you haven't. Well, this done, is, But you're going to do it. This is what I'm thinking, because Chase, my boyfriend, has never taken a break from pot. And Really? And how long? This, there is a deadly respiratory disease <laughs> circulating. Yeah. Um, and how long, like, he doesn't even know he's never right. even like tried. So it's like, that's yeah. scary. Aren't you scared to maybe, maybe he's needing that as medicine. Cause that's, 
I mean, I definitely needed weed as medicine. It's, I haven't smoked weed since I've been on medicine because when I'm, when I'm medicated, I don't need weed. I was doing yeah. it to get to not feel fucking depressed all the time. So, yeah, you know, the other. watch out for that. But um, yeah, yeah, so you're going to do Sober October. Like, yeah, to see if you can do it. Clean out. And I want to do it in the real way where like you monitor your heart and like you are in a competition with other people. So Chase and I are going to do it. My brother, who's really into it, like he always follows like Rogan and Bert and all those guys. Like he told me the app to get and what yeah. to do and all that. Like I want to do it. You could do it with us, I was going to say, and we could do physical challenges every day. No. We could all I be connected through this app. We I don't want to do that. I don't want to compete. It doesn't work for me You send in your in weight way. daily. <laughs> You're <just> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't smoked weed. Let me check my app. I use an app called Grounded. And it tells you, because I haven't smoked weed since right after I did Rogan and it, with Chase. Chase was the last person, your boyfriend was the last person I smoked weed with. One month, yeah. four days, 19 hours, 57 minutes. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, there's been times where I've been tempted to do it. I just feel like if we lived together, I would see you get high and I'd be like, ah, let me just do it. And I know you'd be like, come on, Nikki, like you only live no, once. I, don't, I would not Yo, be like that. I would, you, I yes. would follow your lead. I would follow your lead when we but did I would, stars. I would say, I think I should we have both. weed. And you'd go, yes, do it. Like you would, you would I don't pay know. on that flame. And I wouldn't blame you for doing that. But I think you, uh, listen, I'll, I'm going to do what I'm going to want to do anyway. But yeah. I do feel like, I, I, I don't know. It, it would just be more tempting with you. And not that that's a bad thing. Maybe I do want to go back to smoking weed. I'm not going to say never again. But when we did Dancing with the Stars, and I do say we did Dancing with the Stars because you were, we lived together during that. It was really fun. And whenever I have something going on like that, I have to be sober, sober. You know, like I can do it. I can do both ways. And I've proven that time and time again. So don't think just if we live together. Plus, I want to do Sober October because it's like, I don't know, it occurred to me, like you just, you have to be it before you can become it. And I'm really trying to launch something here. So it's a good time. It's a new year. Shana Tova, shout out. Uh, it's a new year for yes. new beginnings. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to tell you about that too, because I learned a lot of really beautiful things. And yeah, I just, I wanted to add that on top of what we talked about the other day, because I don't want it to come off like I'm this bad influence in your life. You're not. You've, You've been like, never that's not. Yeah, you're not a bad influence on my life. You've actually, you were so good for me during Dancing with the Stars. And, um, you know, there have been times where I was like, you've been a little unhinged and it's made me worried to be around you. But there's also times when I've been that friend and been so unhinged and like been totally crazy. So um, the only problem is when I get that way and you're also that way, then we can really pull each other into the depths. And yes, I am calling back to the moment in the trailer at the Kaboo Festival when I was like, <laughs> I think I'm just going to have to kill myself someday. Like I was so depressed that day because I saw a wrinkled <laughs> picture of my neck, a picture of my wrinkled neck. And I was oh. like crying and the Foo Fighters were playing in the background. I just performed. We were in this trailer and you were like, let's go to the Foo Fighters. It'll be fun. And then, and I, which are one of my favorite bands and I was crying and I was like, I am so ugly. Like, what can I do for like, my neck is disgusting. You were like, you can get this treatment and this one and maybe do this. And I was just like, that's not what I want to hear, but you're not wrong. I thought I was being helpful. Right. 
Pulling um, up different procedures and clinics. Yeah, you were like, you can afford this one. It won't be, and you'll only have to like, you can go to Mexico and just like heal for three months. I'll go with you. It's fine. You went with me to go get that crazy face work done at that dumb place where I am like, yes, I cannot believe I spent like $22,000, $23,000 in a day at that fucking dumb place. After I did Dancing with the Stars, I had really low self-esteem. I hated the way I looked. I felt the doctor was literally like, okay, we have to give you medicine before because your body is going to think that it's burning in a fire. So to make it so that you don't jump out of the chair, we're going to hold you down and (laughs) strap you down like you're in an insane asylum and we're going to burn your face off. And here's all this laughing gas. And that was really fun. But you know, I think I wouldn't have gone that through with all those things if you weren't ever. in my ear being like, just do it. Like, if I could do this, I would do it. Like, just spend the money. You have it. I can't wait. And I know. But, like, that was a mistake Keep to get all that the work Patreon, done. y'all. Get do me you, to that face. Get me to that burning face. Yeah. Future. I mean, I am no, so much I happier say, with my looks now that I haven't gotten anything injected in them since last looks, fall. This- or whenever last I time I had something put in my face. I, I mean, I, I'm telling women my age, I'm 36. Do not do stuff to your face. I look back at pictures of myself when I had injectables in my face. It did not look better than it did without it. You don't yeah. need it. it. It does not bring you happiness. It will only make you more insecure. You will only get more done. I am so glad that COVID made me return to my natural state. I am not I, and maybe I'll do a little bit of my upper lip because I did like having a lip, but in terms of like injectables anywhere else, I mean, it was, I, I really regret some of the stuff Lips I did. Lips are fun and they're impermanent. So fuck it. Go for did it. Did you hear Go that on. number I spent that day? My 23, yes. I think it was $23,000 to have my face burned okay. off and to have the needle put in it with all this goo shot into my fucking face. And I, I you were the day. one that got me to, and I'm not going to blame you, but you were huge. Dude, I didn't even know this doctor. I didn't even know where we were going. You took me there. That was oh, the nicest shit. bathroom I've ever been in in my life. No, you, you took me there. You I didn't know. I didn't were tell so you influential that. in that decision. I'm not blaming you because I did choose it myself, but you were like, do it. You, I would do it if I could. And you were like, but then you could get this. Like it was... Those it, before and afters were really convincing. You care a lot about aesthetic things that I'm trying to get away from, and it, it doesn't make me want to be friends with you less, but, like, when I'm around you, I tend to get a little bit more caring about my looks. And because you are so beautiful, there's it's no wonder that you don't care about, that you care about your looks. And you don't get very, you don't get burdened by your looks the way I do. You're no, excited about do, doing mean, your hair and doing your makeup and wearing a cute outfit, whereas me, it, like, pulls me into a depression. So I think... I don't know. I just, I have to work yesterday, on my shit before I'm able to live with you. Well. Yesterday what? When, when I did that headshot shoot, mm-hmm. I got really self-conscious. I mean, I'm probably only going to use one, okay, out of That's fine. however many. But, like, I did edit that photo. But do you want to hear what I worked on the most? Hmm. The armpit. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this, but armpits can be... Very distracting (laughs) in some photos. Like, I think it would be hilarious if I just go ahead and start an OnlyFans for my armpits because that is what they look like. Yeah, they look like... Like, if you zoom in, if you zoom really far in, you cannot tell the difference between a freshly shaven badge and a freshly shaven pit. I know, I I would love my vagina to look like my armpit. 
of what is auto-tuned in that picture, it is that. I'm just going to share that secret with you ladies. But do you're getting older, do you get, you, do you get sad about your, like, aging? Because you're, you're someone to. who has, like, been beautiful so long. You were, like, you were a child that, how long have you been, like, getting told, this is the way I'm going to ask this, how long have you My been whole life. being told that you were super beautiful? Your whole life. My whole life. My whole right. life. I thought that every little girl had that told to them. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty, you know, to your mm -hmm. mom. Like I thought every girl grew up like that. And so then in high school, you know, whenever you go through the awkward phase, I, I really got away from it because I was like ashamed of my body whenever I got these huge boobs and like hormones changed and I gained a lot of weight. But then I, I entered the beauty review as like almost like a joke and Honestly, whenever I won, I was shocked. Like you my self-esteem was what really is the beauty low at that point. Like it's like a beauty contest. And like how old are you? Like a Mississippi. That was in high school. And I'm telling you, like, I was more shocked than anybody in that mm -hmm. in that instance that that happened. What made you and even I sign up for it fucking, then? Because all my friends were doing it, and they were like, "Oh, it's just, it's just what you did." Like mm -hmm. everybody in Mississippi does pageants. That was my first one, but a lot of people like grow up doing them. And it's a very, you know, And that's when like you knew. You were thing. like, oh, I'm, like... Well, that, no, that's not what I knew. But I'm just saying, I, I'm just sharing that of, like, I didn't, I didn't, like, go into that being like, I'm going to join the beauty review because I'm beautiful. Like, I just went because my friends did it. But then you won. But then I won, and I was fucking shocked. And none of my family was there except for my mom because I wouldn't let anybody go because I thought it was stupid. And whatever. So that's... From there, if you want to hear a hilarious story that I think I told you up before, I had to then go do Miss Teen Mississippi mm -hmm. with, like, the champs that have fucking done pageants since they were six years old. Mm -hmm. And that didn't even make top ten, and then there was 12 girls. So there you have it. And that was humiliating. And that's Because I remember, you, yeah. like, they, they had this rule at Miss Teen Mississippi where you couldn't have any outside people do your hair or makeup. So as a high school girl you're expected to just do your own glam. Oh, no. Which is not a problem for all the girls that have been doing, like, toddlers and tiaras since they right. were two. And this is in Mississippi, so this is, like, the height of all that. So these Yeah, you girls learn are like, if you have it done enough. Like, I can do my own hair and makeup rollers, now. Yeah. They're like, they do all the shit. I literally walked out on that stage with, like, a butt cut, long, straight hair. Like, I was just listening to Grateful Dead moments before and smoking a joint. Like, it okay. was so, so not even pageant vibe. Right. No, that was me trying, Glaze. That was my high school, like, girl. I wasn't mm -hmm. that pageant girl. I wasn't that beauty queen. But anyway, then my question, though, is now when you're getting older, how are you handling it? And, like, do you – how do you handle, how do you not stress out about it as much? Cause I wasn't, I didn't grow up feeling like beautiful and I'm so stressed out by all that stuff. And I like love to avoid it. And I wish everyone didn't care about it. And I hate dressing up because it makes yeah, me focus stressful. on it more, but it's you like when, it. And that's become your identity. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know how I'm going to feel whenever I don't get noticed anymore. You know, like as vain as that sounds, but like, so it hasn't really you dropped know off whenever yet. people, Yeah you know whenever people are noticing you and I can just imagine like being a little old woman that like nobody notices and that's really scary to me like I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that
Yeah, because so it hasn't dropped off yet, I guess it's like to a point where you feel like, whoa, it's so much different than when I was 22 or whatever. No, I'm just trying to keep up with it. With No, you still look amazing. Yeah. Um, Don't you know that it is going away and that you will lose it all eventually? Yeah, but like you can always be just your own best, whatever that means for you. And like mm-hmm. beauty doesn't have to end like just because you're over 35. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of beautiful women that are just No, I've, not I think even, I've... like think of Demi Moore. Oh my god, remember whenever we saw her in person and everybody kept being like, "Oh, Demi Moore's so beautiful for her age." I'm like, "Demi Moore's so beautiful. It's not even like for her age. Yeah. She's just timeless." Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody can be that in for their the... own little ways. Just fucking take care of yourself and love yourself and and love what you see in the mirror enough to just like exude that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And that's why I'm like, I really do mean it when I say I'm not doing any more injections in my face, like ever. I don't want to look good. I don't, I, I want to age. I think I'm going to age pretty great. And like, I, you know, I was watching, have you seen the social dilemma yet? Yes. Oh my God. Do you remember that woman, that amazing one with like the crazy gray hair and she has the glasses. She's wearing like a really fantastic outfit and she's just yeah. like wearing cool lipstick. She's like old and kind of like Cruella de Vil looking, but like sexy, but she's like definitely in her sixties, maybe seventies. She like, yeah. looked hot as shit. And I know, and that's what I'm talking about. She's and, and owning like, it for her, for her age group, yeah. for her. And that makes it timeless. Yes. And yeah, maybe guys don't want to fuck her and maybe she doesn't have the, um, that like wield that power but i always talk about that like how there's some power in in guys wanting to fuck you um and i don't know that i wield it either even when i have had it you know like that's not it's not even i'm acting like that's gotten me somewhere in life and maybe it has but i don't think that it's gotten me a lot because i don't use it that even though i think that it's this thing that i'm losing and it's like if i lose it who's gonna want to work with me and it's like well you've never fucked anyone for a job um so just keep not you're so when people don't want to fuck you you still won't have to do that. i don't know it's i've accepted it a little bit more and i think i've this time in quarantine like i've just wear less makeup i just have gotten away from caring so much my hair's falling out i'm just like whatever dude someone's just gonna whatever. love me the salons for, are closed the fucking med spas are closed fuck it yeah i just um a lot of but, people are gonna adopt this coming out of quarantine what a lot of people are going to adopt this theory coming out of quarantine. Just like, a, a, like more trying less. Just, yeah. People are like rocking their roots more, I've noticed. And uh, I don't yeah. know. Is that just me? No, I, I think you're right. But I just, um, yeah, I, I hope that we emerge from this and we care less about our looks because it's just, it does, it just bumps me out to think about. But man, I, I remember just like you being like, you have all this money, like just spend it. Like you're never not going to have money like flowing in. And I, you know, that's why I got my expensive apartment. That's why I spent so much money on all this shit is because it's like, oh, it was never going to end. And now you, yeah. now I'm never going, that voice in my head that's like, Nikki, this could all go away. Uh, now there's proof it could. But it doesn't go away because you are undeniably funny in every single moment. And just to tie it back to that day, this is one of my favorite things that happened. Whenever they put you under the anesthesia and you're about to get Oh, yeah, I was just guns. doing the laughing gas. Yeah, it was like the and same kind like, of stuff. Yeah, and you were drifting in and out of consciousness, and you're like, you're like, oh, I love this. It, it reminds me of being at the dentist. And the doctor was like, 
oh, your dentist gave you this before? And you're like, no, I just used to get really high with my dentist. (laughs) (laughs) I said that. And everybody cracked up in the room. And like, it's just, I was like, God damn it, Glaze. Dude, I'm so funny when I'm drunk. You can't even help being funny. Like, so you have to just own the fact that you're never going to run out of that. That really makes me feel good that you just shared that story that when I was, so I did something funny because I've, yeah, that, I that, told it on you up before. I don't know if anybody remembers it, but oh, that was nice. the funniest fucking moment to me. That's funny. And it just shows, like, what a natural you are. Thanks, girl. You can't even help it. You're the same way. You, I mean, you are so freaking hysterical, and you say stuff all the time that I'm like, I can't believe how funny that was. And I just don't hang out with people who aren't um, hilarious. Uh, and, 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 and that goes for comedians and non-comedians. Like, all, everyone I hang out with, including my parents, are so funny and say shit all the time that like makes me go like, Oh my God, they should be a comedian. What am I doing? But, um, you, yeah, you're truly so funny. Go check out her show here for the hang Carlisle Forrester. I'm trying to think of anything else I want to say to you. Um, how many boob hairs you got going? <laughs> like I, I recently pulled out like three. I'm not joking you. Like I had three. I just did Andrew's podcast and I asked him three. like that's nothing. Three three ones that were really long. I mean, they're like very tiny, like they're very thin, but they're like yeah. long. And they're very uh, stubborn, right? They you have to pull really. Well, hard. I like I, I do the thing that you do. It's the only time I ever pull out my hair is like I ra- I do the thing I wrap it around my finger because they're long enough to wrap around my finger. And oh, I yeah. I just always I used to always just get like one. And now I'm getting three and it's like, that's wild. And they, they make me laugh every time I see them. I really don't care, but I shave my boob now. Like, no, you know, don't do that. It's going to make more. No, it's not. If that was true. Yes, no, that's is. not No, I, know, I just don't believe that. That is, I think that's true. You know, whenever you first shave and like, did you do this? Did you shave your fingers, your arms, like everything? I have so shaved excited. my arms before because I was getting laser hair removal and she shaved it all off and I had no hair on my arms for a bit and it was awesome. And now it all grew back and it's all, it's beautiful. It's still, it's the way it was. No, no, no. It's, it, it actually grew back and it's the same. It's exactly the same. I think that's an old wives tale. It might be. Um, I want to be an old wife someday. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I do. Um, I told my mom this morning, I was like, I just want like a partner. Like I want someone because I was like talking about moving back to New York and I'm like, I don't have anyone to like watch shows with at night. Like I need, I want like a husband. And yeah. she was like, well, you have your dad and I, and she was like taking offense that I didn't want to like stay married to them. And it was an interesting <laughs> moment. I was like, yeah, no, that's not what I'm, I want to, I want a husband. She's like, I know she had no like solutions for me. Um, well, if you live in LA, then I could be that person. I mean, I know. I just think I need a roommate. That's what I really bachelor want. Bachelor or whatever the fuck it is you watch. No, it's really nice of you to want to <laughs> be my roommate. And I, <laughs> you know, you love that show. And I will I, consider being that to you with you. I think that is actually something I could, I could, you know, I love hanging out with you. You, we would be like, we'd be hanging out every day if I moved back to LA. Every time I'm there, we hang, that's all we do. Um, have you been watching Dancing with the Stars this season? I watched the opening. Has there been another one since that? Oh, yeah. There's been like three episodes since then, I think. I missed Monday. We were celebrating high holidays, but uh, this week I'm going to get back. Who got kicked off? I have no idea. (laughs) What did Fade send you? um, He was just asking me about like certain people on the show and stuff. Just a little gossiping. 
Yeah. I can't watch it. I'm still too tr- triggered by it. And I'm like, oh, great. Gleb finally got the partner he always dreamed of. Like this hot girl who also knows how to dance. I'm assuming she knows how to dance. She's the girl from Selling Sunset or whatever. What's her name? Yeah. Chriselle. Uh, Christelle. Christelle. Yeah, she's beautiful and talented and, um, she, you know, a real estate agent, apparently. Are, have you watched that show? I haven't watched it. No. Have you watched The Vow yet? I'm not watching. Yes, I watched all of The Vow and I'm caught up. How do you feel about it? <sighs> I, that's just crazy. I was watching that whole news story whenever it unfolded, but mm-hmm. they didn't even talk about half of what's in the vow. Like they only scratched the surface on the 2020 that I saw. Yeah. Like, that is insane. They only, and I can't wait for more. Yeah. You need to brand the surface. I mean that brand and like when she looked in the mirror and realized what it really was. Ugh. Holy shit. And I'm so attracted to like, the goodness that these like her husband is so sweet and the, the other guy mark is so sweet they're all like yeah. good men that like wanted to do good in the world except for the guy yeah. at the top the evil evil and i haven't even but, researched that guy at the top i don't even know where he is now don't tell me i Vanguard. don't want to know oh god yeah isn't Vanguard. it weird though how they always talk about like everything's so vague they're like to be a winner like this is how you learn to take charge of your life and do but in what? Like, what are you selling? Just to be I don't a winner? Know, what? But they had these huge binders centers. of like so many yeah. papers and like, what were it's they like, all learning? The, <laughs> yeah, like, what's the information? I would like to know too. I and he, 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 and when you would do an EM, which is like an emotional, the meaning behind your emotions, and you would like figure out why you are doing the things you're doing. I, I want to know what it's basically all was just because every of, episode of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's just, we're doing EMs you're constantly. Just, you're mining. You're mining people for their emotions. Yeah, like what are your fears? Why? And like, we're like anything. We're like, yeah, that you- that's called a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Get into the vow. I really recommend it to everyone. Um. It's what I'm into right now. Any shows you would recommend? Anything you're loving? No. That. Oh. I mean, not. Well. No. Sorry, I wasn't that's prepared okay. for that question. No. I'm sorry. I just I didn't. watched all the vow once you got me on that. <laughs> oh my god, no! It's it's it truly is addicting, and I and also I'm I'm still going on the good place. I um Noah bought me a new, a new book today that I'm very excited about. She gifted my producer Noah gifted me a book. If you want to read it with me, what is it called? Let me see what it's called. She gifted it to me. Oh, here we go. Noah sent you a book, on Apple Books. Come on, will you please load email? God damn. It. Okay. Oh, it's called Transcend. Transcend by Barry Kaufman. She said, Dear Nikki, I'll do my no impression. Dear Nikki, <laughs> I think you'll really enjoy this book. Wait, I think you'll really enjoy I think you'll really enjoy this book. No, I hope you're not offended by this impression. <laughs> you're familiar with topics, but there are extra nuggets of knowledge. Hunger, fame, social social connections. Topics that will reinforce you're on the right path. And then she did a purple heart, which is so nice because I did um, serve overseas. Um, Noah, thank you so much for that gift. And I'm going to be reading that book. It's called Transcend. Check it out with me if you want to read it. And uh, it comes highly recommended from someone I trust very much with all this stuff. It's called Transcend. So let's all do a book club. I know I've said that before and I've let you down, but I mean it this time. Um, Thank you so much. You only have to read three eighths. Yeah, I only read, yeah, read one eighth of one. That's Nikki's. Of the book. And then you get it all and then you continue living a life destructively. You know how to do it. Uh, Thank you guys for all your DMs. I keep getting them sporadically, even though I'm not on Instagram as much anymore. Um, But they mean so much to me. Thank you, Carlisle, for being here. And I hope you have a good weekend. And we'll see you next week on the show. Uh, Squirt, squirt. uh, This has been a Comedy Central podcast.